I'm Emily Swinford, and with some help from my friend, Todd Studer at Todd Studer Productions, you are listening to Emily Sells Iowa, the podcast. Join me, my colleagues, clients, and friends as we discuss real-life real estate. Please note that the opinions and content of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, any realtor associations, or any other persons or entities. If your property is listed with a real estate broker, please know that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. If you're interested in buying or selling properties, what is happening in your community, or what's new in the real estate world, then this podcast is for you. And welcome to this episode of Emily Sells Iowa. I'm Todd Studer, Emily Swinford, Better Homes and Gardens, the Good Life Group, back in studio today. Better Homes and Gardens uh, has offices in both Glenwood and Council Bluffs, Iowa, that uh, Emily is a part of. And in fact, I love that you guys are so close uh, to where the studio is, because I know that it's just a, it can be just a short walk over, unless it's raining or something like that. Yeah, we'll see how short it is once winter hits, because we're <laughs> approaching <laughs> winter true. now. That's true. As we're recording this, uh, winter has not hit us yet, but we do know that it is coming, and where we live, it's it's anyone's guess as to what kind of winter we're going to have. You brought a guest into the studio today. I did. So I brought Heather Doncheski. Heather is a full-time realtor. Uh, we work on the same team and out of the same office. Uh, she lives in Glenwood. And Heather and I have known each other for 10 years. 10 or 11 uh, at least. Yeah, yeah. At, at least. And so uh, we have grown, our relationship has grown a lot both personally and professionally because neither of us uh, were was in real estate when we first met. What was the situation then? Where does that go back to? So uh, I'll let Heather kind of describe, you know, her background, but she's from Lincoln and so had moved to Glenwood and I'm from Glenwood and was moving back from uh, Maryville, Missouri, and was moving back to Glenwood and bought my first house. And it happened to be three doors down from Heather's first house also. And we have uh, a daughter. We both have daughters that are the same age. And so it just naturally, they started to play and we started to uh, hang out, you know, and then um, it just kind of progressed from there. So uh, that's kind of how we met. Yeah. And then, uh, man, we were probably in our house for seven years um, and Emily ended up getting her license and Drew and I thought, well, we're going to put our house on the market. And we're like, Emily, you wanted to sell our house? So we were her very first listing, which was pretty crazy. Yeah. And the fact that they trusted me at that point, because we were next door neighbors. So we had, we had a great neighborhood and we've both moved from that neighborhood since, you know, then, but we would have uh, fire pits every Friday and Saturday. Uh, these guys would fry uh, wings. We'd have Halloween parties. Like, so we were always together every you know, Friday, Saturday night. And so they watched me <laughs> transition from um, the banking world to going to real estate class to eventually starting to work for the first real estate company that I worked for. And so the fact that they trusted me at that time <laughs> says a lot about our friendship because I had, I was very greedy. I had no idea what I was doing. And, uh, but it was, it was really exciting to get, you know, your first listing. Everybody remembers their first listing. So it's kind of cool now that we work together. And she let us overprice it. So it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. So we sat down and uh, Heather's husband drew and he won't, he won't care that we're talking yeah. about him, but he was just, he was adamant, adamant about pricing their home. What well, at that time it was probably 10 to 20, at least 20,000 over. And we were in a market where you just can't, yep. can't overprice. And so um, do you think you'd do that again now that you're a real estate agent? Absolutely not. Yeah. And the funny <laughs> part is now we look back at that neighborhood where we'd first, where we had both bought our first homes and we're like, oh gosh, we should have never sold those houses. They're worth a lot more than they were today. They're worth more than what Drew was originally asking it for it at that and time. And I actually showed it when it came up for sale like a year ago and it was just crazy to walk through it again. I'm like, 
there's still things in here that we left when they bought it. <laughs> that had to have been an interesting experience because there's a lot of memories that are involved in yes. that, I'm sure. And now yes. you're... Walking um, into the kids' bedroom, old bedrooms and yeah, that was kind of crazy. How much of that became part of as you were showing that talking about it with, or did you just kind of put that in the back of your mind? And, and... I kind of put it in the back of my mind because I didn't want to like overstep to the clients that I was showing, you know, my feelings on the house you know, because I didn't want that to take away from what they were feeling in there. So that has to be tough too, because understanding that you're trying to get a new family in there, they're going to have their own memories. Right. So your experience in there while that is yours, yeah. isn't really a part of it. Right. But you had talked, uh, you'd, you'd said a word a couple of times uh, through that. And the word is trust and how important that is when dealing with someone uh, in the real estate market that you trust who it is that is representing you. And that's probably why, you know, Heather and Drew uh, went that direction because they've known you for so long. So they knew that you're going to have their best interest at heart. Yeah. And also the accountability factor from living three doors down <laughs> from your uh, <laughs> listing, your sellers, uh, they, they, they know when you're home and when you're not home and when you're working and when you're not. So in the end, it was, a, I think, a good experience for these guys. They're Absolutely. still in the house that they moved on to. They they bought a new house and theirs did sell and, and we all got along great. And I by the time you were sold, I had a couple more sales under my belt yes. too. But uh, I still look back on that. And it's just funny because, like I said, we've grown so much together personally and professionally. And neither of us knew what we were getting ourselves into at that time. And now here we are. How long after that process, Heather, before you started to think, well, maybe I can do this for work? Oh, man. How long was I in my house, like my newer house? Maybe a couple years? Yeah. Maybe. I think it was about three years. Yeah. And the job I had at the time, it just, it was a stay at home job and it just wasn't working out. And we were all hanging out one night and Emily's like, well, I have an idea. I'm like, okay. She's like, how would you feel about like working with me? And I'm like, you always hear about don't work with your friends, don't work with family. It's just not a good mesh. I'm like, well, I'm not happy where I'm at and I can still stay at home for the most part. So, okay, let's try it. So she brought me on as her transaction coordinator and it was amazing. It was great. It was good experience. Um, and she allowed me to be a part of her world of going and doing showings and doing open houses and listing appointments and inspection walkthroughs. And I'm like, this is, this could be my jam. Like, I think I could do this too. So it was neat. Well, what has happened since that process? Because, you know, initially she's coming in as a different uh, role and then transitioning into an, an actual uh, agent. So uh, Emily, walk us through that. How did, how did all of that come about? Well, gosh, Heather, sure, when she didn't know what she was signing up for at the time, um, just like when she listed her house. <laughs> so it's been quite a wild ride. But uh, eventually we moved brokerages. And so she was with me throughout that whole process of trying to kind of start a team and, and, and start kind of my own thing. And then um, eventually she started working on her real estate license. And we weren't 100% sure how that was going to look yet. Uh, but I'll tell you where we're at now um, is we have a really good thing going. We've been able to maintain our friendship, yeah. although there's, you know, there's always bumps in the road when you work together and when you 
we still see each other pretty much every Friday, Saturday. So that hasn't changed. And so we've worked through a lot together. We've grown a lot together. Uh, Heather is really starting to sell a lot of real estate, and she's had some some setbacks this past year. We we went to Praia. October uh, was Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and so we went to Praia. They held uh, the annual pink out at the Glenwood Cocktail Lounge there. And so Heather's a breast cancer survivor, and um, so she's had some challenges along the way that I thought she might kind of want to talk about. I'll try and talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just diagnosed uh, January of this last year, so it's almost been a year already. Um, yeah, I just uh, I had to roll with the punches of it, um, but real estate really helped me. Like it kept me motivated. I mean, I had my down days, I had my up days, or whatever, but it helped to know that I had clients that I could get out of the house, I could get ready, go show a house interact with people and not just be sitting in my house by myself or, you know, with my kids or my husband. It got me away from the day-to-day, you know, thoughts of everything. So, but I mean, yeah, so it's been, it's been a year. It's been quite the year. Yeah, it's been, it's been a ride, but she's uh, held strong throughout. She's sold houses and and not that you had to do that. You, you, like you said it in your words, it kind of kept you going when we were kind of talking a bit last night, but Mm -hmm. Uh, to watch somebody go through that and to, and I don't know that I've ever told you this, so um, I apologize because I'm getting a little emotional here, but to watch somebody go through um, all of that stuff personally and still hold it together uh, professionally is is pretty inspiring, especially when it's one of your closest friends. Well, and it sounds, uh, Heather, as if you've been, it's been a probably a, a very emotional year for yeah. you. It's been, life can change on a dime, and and, and the older that we get, we learn more and more about that. And the fact that you're here right now sitting in the studio and we're having this conversation, I think is, is phenomenal, just phenomenal. Uh, that, um, and, and plus hearing that you just kept grinding yeah. all the way through it. And you said, all right, well, this is what I'm dealing with, but I'm going to not let it affect my day-to-day life as much as I possibly can. Okay. And that's inspiring for everyone else that's involved. So um, I, I truly appreciate uh, you coming in and uh, being brave enough to talk about that. Yeah, Thank me for too. having me. <laughs> and the type of person that Heather is taught is we uh, we actually had a pretty fun girls' night last night. And tonight we're going to the uh, Glenwood Chamber, uh, Mills County Area Chamber uh, Betterment Banquet. So we're just like spending all sorts of time together this week. Um, but last night we went to Lincoln, Nebraska and uh, saw the show Chicago. And we were having dinner and Heather was kind of talking about like, okay, well, I've hit you know this point now in kind of my journey and now what can I do to start giving back? And so uh, not only have you done what you've done, and I know that it's not been easy, even if it sounds easy right now, but uh, she's already thinking about how she's going to be able to give back moving forward. I think that that's, it's critical uh, that, that people transition into that because it's not as if this is going away tomorrow. Right. There's going to be new people uh, dealing with the same thing that you have been dealing with that are coming in from the backside, and they need to know that there is a road here uh, that could, because I'm sure when you're in the middle of it, you can never see the light at the end of the tunnel. You can only see your progress by looking back. And that's where now the role that you're starting to step into is just so critical because folks that are on that road or on the beginning of that journey, they need to know that, look, there is a path here that you can walk and, and I have walked it and let me take your hand and, and go through you with that. So um, it's just folks helping each other out that I think is just, I believe that's why we're all here. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I hadn't even planned on talking about this, so it's not in the show notes. But uh, we need – Heather and I also, we have a lot of fun together. And we started doing open houses together, oh, I don't know, a couple years ago. And now we've been so busy, we have to divide and conquer. But, uh, you know, when, <laughs> when it was a little bit slower, we were able to kind of spend our Sundays together doing open houses. So just kind of a fun story. You're we were tell my story. <laughs> yeah, let, actually. <laughs> nope, you can tell it. You go for it. <laughs> okay. So we were just, um, I, was a, I was a dancer growing up. Um, now, <laughs> whether or not I was a good dancer is up for debate. But I was on the dance team at a dance company in college, and we were in, an, in a vacant house, and I was showing Heather how to do what's called like a PK turn and uh, so nobody was obviously coming through our open house that day let me interrupt and tell you it was winter snowing outside so we were in our socks okay (laughs) yeah so it was snowing outside so nobody is coming to our open house and so I decide now's a great time to just you know teach Heather some dance moves okay so I'm showing Heather how to do this churn and we're we're doing it together and um (laughs) she just biffs it right and we'd caught it on camera not even on purpose and so we submitted it to america's funniest home videos and i'm on it (laughs) but i didn't make any money (laughs) no we did not win the ten thousand (laughs) dollars no i did not this is a first for me i've never met anyone that's been on that show so we'll um we'll probably not do that down the road because i'm sure our sellers are listening like good thing our homeowner's insurance is up to date so don't worry no more practicing our dance moves at your houses but uh it's a fun story to tell yes it was a good time and that does uh, remind me i've heard it more for more than one location that when you're going through a house whether you're showing it or whatever Technology now, there's a pretty good chance somebody's watching you. Yep. So <laughs> this is true. Yes. <laughs> and I think that this is proof that uh, you got to get carried away in the moment, and the next thing you know, you're on a national television show. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, listen, Heather Doncheski, thank you very much uh, for for your time, for um, for your bravery of coming in and telling your story, for everything involved with this. Um, it's thank you. I I, I can start to lose my own train of thought just because it's uh it, it's an emotional thing for a lot of people involved everyone knows someone and to uh hear someone else's story and, and someone's success story i think that that's the important thing here that um and, and you are now helping others walk that journey as well so uh, uh thank you for that and continued success to you i i think that uh, uh both you and emily are doing a wonderful thing here, so. thank you for having me i appreciate it And we thank you for listening to this episode of Emily Sells Iowa. We release new episodes every week, so uh, check back in with us. And go back and listen to the other ones as well. We'd love to get your feedback on that. You can find anything you want to know about Emily Swinford of Better Homes and Gardens, a good life group, by just uh, running a search on Emily Sells Iowa, and you're going to find all kinds of options on how to contact her. So uh, we encourage you to do that. So until the next episode, take care.